Welcome again to Nourish by Spinneys. I'm Tiffany Eslick. Last week, I spoke to Chef Himanshu Saini from Tresen Studio, who shared his cooking inspirations and the story behind his now iconic restaurants in Dubai. We also spoke about the new Rising India menu at Tresen Studio, and we have all the delicious details behind the dishes on this bonus episode for you. I was wondering if you can talk a little bit about the different regions and a few characteristics of them from the cuisine. One of the first regions which we uh, showcase in our menu is the Thar Desert. And it's something also uh, which is not very commonly been spoken about. And you would not find many restaurants adopting those ingredients also or those preparations because now it's it's so uh, multicultural that what is available in the south will also be available in the west mm-hmm. everything is accessible but then we just talk about few ingredients like uh, of course with the climate uh, th- there is uh, a lot of chilies being used because it's so hot mm-hmm. uh, in that in that region and back in the day the chilies are being consumed to maintain the temperature of the body the more you sweat the more colder your body temperature is going to get so that's how they get into chili so everywhere in india where you find hot preparations the first primary reason back in the day now it's just uh, part of their culture but it has been started from those days where people want to maintain the body temperature and chilies was one of the ways to to do that and uh, rajasthan where most of the thar desert is 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 known for this for its chilies uh, and of course back in the day of course there was no method of preserving food there were hardly any vegetables and leaves growing in there and plants so most of the things which they could get from other parts of the country they would bring or whatever they were growing in the season they try to preserve it so pickling was one of the oldest uh, and the unique methods which is still still being followed today even like how with the heat the poppadums uh, they come out from those those places uh, where with the direct sunlight you dry the poppadums out uh, so and we reflect all of that in our menu for example we have a preparation which is just dedicated to the pickling spices because the pickling also which happens in india in general is very different to the pickling methods of the west indian pickles you see are mostly based out of mustard oil mm-hmm. has uh, dominant flavors of the spices so we highlight those pickling flavors with the pepper uh, of course we bring in a form of chili uh, but not as hot Uh, we fry the pepper in in the chickpea tempura it's something we make in the kitchen and chickpea as a as ingredient is also very common a uh, lot lot of time chickpea flour is used as a thickener in the curries uh they make the pastry uh, like a kachori for the street food um so chickpea flour is used in many ways so we make a tempura we fry the pepper with the tempura and then we fill it with the emulsion of our pickling spices we make our own it's not a very traditional one but we make try to make our own uh, blend of uh, the spices and then we serve a buttermilk curry along uh, ice cream of buttermilk curry along with it it's one of the popular dishes in the menu and even the use of dairy is also quite big because uh, there was a scarcity of uh, water and uh, anything to do with dairy milk butter buttermilk cream and all of these things you would see highly being used in the cuisine and then we have a dish just based out of the cactus mm-hmm. uh the nopalis cactus it's 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 amazing that uh, we call it nopalis because in india we call it nakfani okay uh and but of course in the world it is known by the name nopalis yeah uh, the prickly pear one yeah uh, 
and it's something which is of course in the region it's grown in abundance but now a lot of people don't use it i think for sure back in the day there were preparations but now you don't see them anywhere in in the in the in even in the regional kitchens there so it's something which i feel very happy that we can brought in such ingredients and of course when i when i see the trend i'm sure that many young chefs will see will pick it up mm-hmm. and then will try to do something amazing with it so for me every menu we try to bring in at least four or five new ingredients which we have not worked in the past mostly vegetables or herbs or plants and then we see how we how we can incorporate in the menu so yeah i think uh, uh i can go on and on about uh, all the different yeah but we'll... the, for example in thar also because it was one of those places back in india where you have uh, the kingdoms uh, which used to run and uh, the style of food used to be very different uh there were vegetarians uh community who would uh who would eat certain things and then there were the kings uh, and the rajputs who who would prefer to do the hunt and the game and uh, mm-hmm. would go in for the game meet and they would back in the day go out and uh, and hunt animals so uh, it's an endless uh conversation but yeah in the menu we try to explain the region based out of our dishes mm-hmm. so that people can connect more uh, but the main outline of that region is this that you will have lot of dairy products being in, being used the chickpea or chickpea flour is being used in many forms even the dish of cactus is done with the bread which is made out of the chickpea flours and it's it's a bit doughy it's a chewy bread but then we cure the the cactus also we make a curry with it we fill it with the in the bread mm-hmm. then we use the cultured butter and we use the cactus itself which we compressed in arugula because cactus really doesn't have a flavor of its own mm. it's just sour in taste mm. and has some bite to it so we used arugula as a as a flavorful herb to compress and increase more vegetal flavors from the cactus so then going forward we have uh, deccan plateau which is probably the biggest uh, region it is that area which uh, surrounded with the eastern and western ghats so the whole uh, monsoon and the rainfall and the produce it just depends upon the eastern and western ghats and of course going forward in the north with the himalayas so the whole monsoon cycle and the rainfall is is been affected by this region so you will find find many crops rice you will still find coconut uh, in the menu we have an amazing story with coconut we utilize it to its fullest form like when you enter as a welcome drink we serve you the coconut water and then in one of the dishes we served you the flesh of the coconut yeah. as a as a as a kebab as a skewer then I, i think that was one of my favorite that yeah. looked like a dragonfly yeah 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 <laughs> the next one uh, dish has the first press of the coconut which is rich and creamy has the best uh, flavors the following dish we use the second press of the coconut uh, which is bit milder in flavor and delicate and then we use the shell of the coconut uh, sometimes we used to smoke anything uh, the husk of it uh, we sometime put it in the char- with the mix with the charcoal and try to use it in so for me it's very interesting to see that in our the, in our menu we have so so many applications of coconut mm. even as a palm tree for example we use the heart of palm uh, in the coconut skewer itself for the bite so and coconut is again something which is so intrinsic to to what grows down in the south and in deccan and even even in the coastal plains uh 
so i think the other thing which is very important uh, from that region is is we do a dish which is based out of a ceremony in south india which is called sadhya it's done during onam uh it's more of it's a festival which is uh which is celebrated by different names in south india but uh, the one which we do is from sadhya uh, sadhya from kerala and we for me that's one dish which is very close to my heart is because for me it's absolutely we bring out a lot of emotions when we serve the dish because we put as many as 10 elements and we try to play it in front of the guests so they get to be a part of the experience and that's how the ceremony is also performed mm-hmm. uh, dishes are being served one by one it's a ceremony which has 25 dishes being served as a spoonful so we try to narrow it down to 10 in, 10 ingredients or preparation which and matches up the flavors of many preparations and it's something which has been in our menu for many years we started off serving that dish as a pre dessert when we first cooked cooked that one but it was chef massimo batura who mentioned that you know you should serve this dish somewhere in the middle right mm-hmm. in the middle and it will have different impact on the diners because by the end of the meal you get more tired you get yeah. uh you're a bit drunk you're <laughs> more, t- more tired for with a long meal yeah So it's a very spe- I loved it like you yeah. feel so part of the whole experience yeah. and kind of like this individual attention that you're getting as well from yeah. everyone coming up and plating each element. Yeah. Um it was very special. Yeah, uh, yeah very immersive. So So uh then going forward we have uh, the coastal plains mm-hmm. of course uh, that's the place where we do as many seafood dishes. Uh but even the coastal plains has a long coastal line India has a long coastal belt and so we go region by region within itself every region from the coast would use a souring agent for example which would be very different like kokum which is uh, a typical native uh, uh, fruit which is being used as a souring agent then you go further down you lot of people use tamarind as a souring agent in the preparation then you go on the east coast so raw mango is more part of it and then on the west also on the goan uh coast you would see a lot of vinegars being used so in the three preparations of uh, in the, in the five preparations overall we we try to explore the souring agents to its uh to its nature uh, there would be a souring agent in all the three dishes which are different from different region then the then the cinnamon which comes into the play the dish with the crab in it oh i love that and yeah. i mean just the plating of that is kind of like taking you into this other world you know um it was very swirly and mesmerizing and yeah. it was a beautiful dish yeah, yeah. So, so i think uh, like this as i said uh, there are more relation to the region uh, being based out of the dishes otherwise it can be a, a endless discussion mm. uh we try to narrow it down based on the based on the dishes and then when we go to the north uh, we go to more rustic more more humble food we do a preparation of a lamb dish where we prepare the korma the traditional curry from kashmir mm-hmm. which is made out of the ripe plums so we make here with the unripe plums which were in the season at this moment till now and then we do a dish of a scarpetta with the kebab mm-hmm. which is about exploring the best flavors of the kebab which is often uh the one which are always stuck uh in the pan and mm. which are greasy messy fatty uh 
and that's also one of the dishes which become popular hard to change yeah hard to get out of the menu uh, and then we bring the essence also we we call it scarpetta because of an association with many people they know about it but also in india we call it kurchan you know it's the same way of eating it with the piece of bread you just scrape it yeah. with with the leftovers of of a pan or of a plate um and then we do one rustic dish of mushrooms from the northeast part of india so we make a preparation of noodles but we don't use noodles we use the mushroom uh, the king oyster we cut it like noodles and then we cook it with the nexo sauce we uh make out of mushrooms only and then it has the mushroom broth it has morels it has pickled mushrooms so it has the whole hearty bowl of mushrooms yeah. it was an umami yes. flavor bomb and yeah. i thought the noodles yeah. were so clever i wanted to touch on your bar program because yeah. i thoroughly enjoyed the pairing with all the different drinks i think the red pepper and whiskey drink as well yeah. as the black lime gin wine yeah. um really stood out for me tell me about the kind of the thinking behind this i mean it's i think you really are doing something different in town i'm not a w- big wine drinker myself so it's for me it's wine is a different is as big as food in itself you know it's so diverse it's so big uh so for me wine is always difficult on my palate of course i enjoy a good glass of wine but when you ask me to compare to food i just somewhere lack in that so and of course i always believe that this is uh something dubai is uh, doesn't have a great wine culture to begin with so is india uh and as i said then the first thing which we would do is that something we need to love ourselves to be able to do it perfectly in the restaurant so we i we found it complicated to do wines with indian food of course it can work in many different ways but then you need to find the right labels uh, the right understanding uh and we struggled we have a wine paired paired menu before but we struggled a lot and this is something which we always wanted to do but back in the day we've done one menu with the cocktails but then cocktails becomes too heavy mm. to go to go along with the drinks and then we have uh one moment we i was in italy and then i met this person called dom carella who is our mixologist uh, consultant on board he's italian he has a bar in in milan it's called carico mm-hmm. which everyone should should and must visit it's yeah. amazing and he has worked in indian restaurant before in his life in hong kong so he has understanding of indian food and he came over to try our dishes and he he fell in love with our food also and then i think it's a great uh, understanding with him because he understands indian food and i could tell i could tell him that what i want with my dishes uh and he came up with the whole concept of the bar program even the cocktails everything in the bar has been designed through him uh but of course we we've gone through a lot in that process uh and of course to begin with there was a bit of a backfire with many people because uh we were getting used to people are used to wines with mm-hmm. uh with a tasting menu experiences and to to change that narrative took took us some time but now i think we are really again that's something which we are really proud of uh there are few favorites one which you mentioned the one with the red bell pepper and uh, and whiskey uh the whiskey which we used here is an indian whiskey which is amrut it's smoky uh and then and then we used the uh red bell peppers and we infuse it uh with a cordial we make out of coconut uh it's it's just a it's just a interesting light refreshing yeah. drink to begin with and all the drinks in the menu are low in alcohol percentage so even though there are nine glasses 
you don't feel you feel absolutely fine when yeah. you complete the experience uh the proportions are just right yeah. uh the f- sometimes we serve uh the synergy pairings uh not to pair but actually to uh but actually to served as a palate cleanser also so not every drink is served to match with the flavors or to enhance the flavors of the dishes or vice versa but there are many which are just being done so that your palate can be cleaned and then you are ready to go again mm. for especially for next region you know yeah. where we want absolute neutral palate so it's been cleverly being used uh, uh in a, in different ways so imagine dishes which doesn't have any pairing are the ones with broths mm-hmm. so literally you get a bit of liquid with every dish yeah yeah, yeah. which is interesting yeah, really really interesting and i think yeah. it's as you say you got backlash but it it is i like your role in educating your yeah. your customers and you yeah. know and now people are becoming accustomed to it and that's what we need we have some in yes, front of tell, us so this is the black lime gin wine this right this is the black lime gin wine yeah. uh, for this one we use the uh, the omani black limes and sometimes the moroccan black lime and we use the peels of the banana mm-hmm. uh so we used for example for one of the dishes uh which comes along with it we use the banana so without wasting anything we use the banana's peels to infuse it mm-hmm. uh with uh with black lime and we add our own redistilled homemade gin uh and then uh, of course it has some uh, acidity coming in from the citric acid malic acid some balance with sugar the reason the only reason we call it wine is because it just looks like wine yeah. and it's being served like a wine but otherwise it has nothing to do with it yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you for joining us on this bonus episode of nourished by spinnies i'm tiffany eslick and we'll see you again next week with a new episode <laughs>